fake coronavirus stories, disinformation, misinformation, snake oil sellers, and lots, lots more. On the line with us, we've got Anas Aramayo. Anas? Anas Aramayo. Anas, who is an undercover journalist. And uh, Anas, thank you so much for joining us. Starting. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Talking to you in Ghana and talking about a fantastic short documentary called Corona Quacks Exploiting the Global Pandemic, Profiting from Fake Cures. Tell us a little bit about the making of this documentary. Well, in the midst of the lockdown and then in the midst of the panic that had engulfed the world, um, Ghana, South Africa, everywhere, a journalist sitting at the corner one would have to just relook at the situation. So me and my team decided that we go around see the people who had decided that in the midst of all this panic, they were going to take advantage of the poor. Yeah. So this is what basically led us to look into this area. And we thought that um, this was not only happening in Ghana. I mean, it's happening in many other yeah. African countries. But because of the panic, we tend to think that, well, let us all focus on the instinct of survival. So basically, this is what pushed us to look into the story. You know, Anas, I was completely intrigued by um, some of the characters in the documentary. And they absolutely lack, absolute lack of shame, quite brazen in what they were doing. Yeah, you know, some people have no empathy. I mean, yeah. they will go to whatever extent they can go to take advantage. Uh, forget not that um, fake medicines killed over 100 million people across the world and for Africa over 30 million. So as we speak, fake medicine has killed more than corona uh, has. So it's quite a big problem. And those who are in it will never stop. They will do everything that they can do to freeze up taking advantage of the particularly uh, education, uh, lack of education in Africa and then lack of uh, proper regulatory authority. These people will do everything that they can do, say everything. For example, the story begins in Nigeria, where we see uh, one Dr. Ibodo and we see uh, another herbalist, and then we see um, a pastor who all claim to have such cures. That's I right. don't look, I don't test them. But if they say they have a cure for coronavirus and they claim they have a cure for HIV, instinctively, we all know that these are diseases that have no cure. So if anybody says anywhere that he has a cure, red flags ought to start, um, uh, people will have to start thinking, well, I am a strong believer of traditional uh, medicine, but I won't stick anything into my body unless I can understand the scientific basis of it. So perhaps it's up to us to educate people. The story then also brings us to Ghana, where we see two horrible characters, Koa FX and the Abdallah who are also very thin and go a long way to take advantage of people. Eventually, I take these drugs that I purchased to the lab, and I do a scientific test. Of it, and we find out that it's so unwholesome for human consumption, it's so poisonous, and has the capacity to 
kill any human. You know, Anas, um, in the documentary you talk and, and you have mentioned, you know, this idea of fake cures, not just for COVID, but in general. And I suppose the preying on people who may not have access to the information that they need. And you, you talk about the young 16-year-old boy who was given anti-malaria drugs, which of course weren't anti-malaria drugs, which in fact killed him. And then now, as you mentioned, the Abdullah brothers, which when you look at the bottles that they have and they've got these fake FDA numbers on it, it seems so absolutely insane that um, that they can get away with the kinds of monies that they're asking for in terms of the sales. Yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. Because look, let's not forget that the situation was a panic one. People were dying left, mm-hmm. right and center across the world. Everybody was looking for hope. And the Abdallah brothers thought that they should jump on it. And they they were very smart in their approach. For the Abdallah brothers, what they did was to come on air, announce that they have a cure, and then put a caveat that they are not selling the cure. The cure was with the FDA, and then the FDA was going to, 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 to pass it as a cure. Yeah. Now, this is just information. And you are likely to think that, well, they are not selling. Go behind the scenes, which is what we did. And when you go to their shops and other places, you see a lot of people queuing. Yeah. So I would say, yes, that desperation also contributed a lot more. Now, COA FS was in a similar situation. You go onto their website. They are very categorical. We have no cure for coronavirus. You pass behind the scenes, you go to their office, and here they are. They offer you for sale and actually give you a prescription of the dosage that you should take to cure the corona. So yes, in as much as it is very clear in the film that people were really smart about it. And the whole idea is to take advantage of the illiterate uh, community of our populace and then fleece money off them. Look, I I don't want this to look like we are saying no to all traditional herbal medicine. I have... I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a strong believer in that, and I take herbal medicine. But wow. all I am saying is that if we say something is herbal, let us know what the content is. Let us be sure that if we are looking for any cure, and we cannot get cure, let it not kill us. Yeah. Exactly. And if you see the levels of yeast and mold, and then phosphine in this particular product, it tells you that we all ought to be awake and we all ought to look sharp. Yeah. so that these people didn't take us for granted. Inas, in closing, um, what's the outcome of the documentary? I mean, one always hopes that um, uh, journalists, and we see it here in South Africa, make a documentary and that it has some impact that legal action then gets taken against those people. Well, as you could see in the documentary, the FDA swung into full action. Exactly. These guys who have been arrested, they are facing yeah. criminal prosecution, which is very good. And for me, it's the awakening call to all my colleagues who thought that because of the pandemic, we should stay at home. No, we cannot. Because the moment we decide not to act, our grandmothers, our brothers and sisters living in the hinterlands, living in the villages and communities are going to suffer. Because as for those criminals, they are always, they don't sleep. They will always be on, on the poor. And if we don't open our eyes and look at the activities, 
they do, it will really have a devastating effect on our community. Again, for our regulator, someone would say that, well, well you have a regulatory uh, organization, so why worry yourself? Yeah. Fact is that we know the problems that our regulatory authorities have, lack of money, poverty, and everything put together. Yeah. If we don't wake up and work alongside, or if the regulatory of, well, authority decides not to even work, the owners will lie on us to play that educative role to let people see through these fake people so that they would decide that with or without the regulatory authority, they aren't going to buy this product and consume. Else we are going to have more fatalities and it's going to be a bigger problem than we are facing in this pandemic era. Nice, we want to say thank you very much. It's a really interesting documentary and uh, actually a fascinating view. That's Anas um, Aramayo Anas, who is an undercover journalist in Ghana. And uh, he does wear the most magnificent undercover mask as well. You've got to, like, check that part of it out. But it's a fascinating documentary. It's called Corona Quacks, Exploiting the Global Pandemic, Profiting from Fake Cures. And it is uh, a BBC News documentary, and you can find it on BBC News Africa on their YouTube page. So just go onto YouTube, look up BBC News Africa, and look up Corona Quacks. Hailing from Ghana, that was a nice Arameo. A nice.